Welcome to the Sick Network Podcast, a weekly podcast discussing current and topical issues affecting Sikhs across the global diaspora. Sacrificing Six, The Need for an Investigation The Highly Anticipated Report Commissioned by the Sikh Federation UK Written by Phil Miller Narrated by Sonny Osan Commission designed and published by the Sikh Federation UK Chapter 9 SAS advice on attack on holy site increased terror threat to UK. It was only after the SAS advisor had returned from Amritsar that Whitehall began to assess what consequences a raid on the Sri Harmandir Sahib could have. The belated assessments found that an attack on the holy site would increase the risk of terrorism in the UK. Following the Amritsar massacre, Indian government properties in Britain were targeted by disaffected Sikhs. In his 1985-1986 annual report, the head of MI5 included Sikh extremism at the top of the list of terrorist threats to mainland Britain. The evidence is that Thatcher's decision to send an SAS officer to advise the Indian Army on how to raid Sikh's holiest site contributed to a sequence of events which ultimately exasperated the terror threat in Britain. This aspect was completely absent from the Haywood Review. To the credit of the law-abiding Sikh community, despite the tragic events of June and November 1984 and the widespread human rights violations by the Indian state for almost a decade, the vast majority of Sikhs did not pose a threat to the British state or to the wider public. Many Sikhs helplessly watched the tragedy unfold and inevitably some violence did take place in the mid to late 1980s when emotions were running very high. Even MI5 acknowledged this restraint, telling the Home Office that, since June 1984, there have been a number of relatively minor attacks in the UK by Sikh extremists against Indian official targets and moderate Sikhs. At the start of 1984, there was some degree of surveillance of Sikh activists in Britain. Pickets of the Indian High Commission were monitored by special branch, and information on Dr Chohan and Dal Khalsa member Jaswant Singh Tekedar was passed to MI5. Dal Khalsa is a Sikh organisation. In May 1984, after the shooting of policewoman Yvonne Fletcher outside the Libyan embassy in London, there was concern in Whitehall about other foreign groups in the UK that might resort to violence in support of their political aims. In this context, the crisis in the Punjab has attracted a good deal of attention at a high level. The Foreign Office asked its staff in New Delhi to draw up a briefing paper on questions such as what would be the implications of a decision to storm the Golden Temple be? Would most Sikhs accept it as necessary or would it create a long-term problem of loyalty even among moderate Sikhs? It is concerning that Whitehall had not considered these issues before they took the decision to send an SAS officer to advise how to storm the Golden Temple. The British High Commission responded with a paper that looked in particular at the implications of a decision to storm the Golden Temple at Amritsar. Its conclusions were stark. An attack on the Golden Temple would be likely to have serious repercussions among the Sikh community here. It warned that, if the action went wrong, there is a real risk of setting off a communal bloodbath in Punjab and neighbouring states. Moderate Sikh opinion could see the operation as a direct attack on Sikhism 
and rally to the extremist cause. Just a week before Operation Blue Star, a terrorism subcommittee inside Whitehall wrote a paper titled The Threat of Sick Terrorism in the United Kingdom, which was copied to MI5. The paper concluded that, begin quote, The increasing level of violence in the Punjab is causing increasing concerns to the Sikhs in this country, among whom a number support extremist groups. Any indications of UK support for Indian government action might increase their militancy. We would expect any Sikh violence to be directed against GOI, Government of India, rather than UK government targets. It will be important for HMG not to appear to be taking sides in their matter, although ministers have expressed concern and sympathy with efforts by GOI to urge calm. The Indian report that Sikh extremist groups in this country have drawn up plans for attacks on official Indian targets may well be true. We doubt if the Sikh extremists have the organisational capacity to mount a sophisticated terror attack, but they may well have access to handguns. They would attack Indian premises or individuals. A decision by the Indian government to take over the Golden Temple by force would be the most likely trigger for putting such plans into action though other developments in the Punjab, such as a sharp rise in the level of intercommunal violence or the number of six killed, could also trigger the plans. The security service, MI5, have circulated details of the threat described above to all police forces in the UK, which have significant Indian populations in their areas. The security service are also supplying the police with such details as are available of those involved in more extreme groups here. It is important that the police should be given as early information as possible of any developments in India that might lead to Sikh violence in the UK, so that they can take the necessary precautions to protect Indian diplomatic personnel and premises. Four lines redacted. End quote. It is clear from this report that the British government understood that an attack on Amritsar would increase the risk of attacks on individuals and property in the UK. However, having realised this, Whitehall made no effort to discourage the Indian government from launching such an attack, and indeed it only carried out such a risk assessment three months after a UK military officer had given advice about how to implement such an assault. Instead, the British Sikh community was placed under surveillance, which required MI5 resources. The consequences of Operation Blue Star were immediately felt in Britain, almost exactly as anticipated by the report above. British officials noted that the army's assault on the Golden Temple had been one of the most traumatic events in India's history since independence. A cabinet briefing paper said that there were very heavy casualties in the fighting within the Golden Temple complex. The central shrine seems to have suffered considerable damage. This may further inflame Sikh religious sentiments. The backlash was instantaneous. The Indian High Commission in central London was attacked by 8 to 10 Sikhs armed with iron chains, causing three diplomatic staff to be hospitalised. Days later, in Birmingham, there was more violence. The files show that there was a rowdy demonstration in the afternoon of 8 June outside the Assistant Commission in Birmingham. At least one petrol bomb was thrown and two policemen suffered serious injuries. Officials were beginning to panic as arson attacks spread. One commented that, We are gravely concerned about the wider sick backlash here and the threat of communal violence. During the night of 7-8 June, a milk bottle filled with petrol was thrown into the Air India office in Birmingham and set it ablaze. Serious plots began to be reported. 
The Indian High Commission warned the FCO in mid-June that a group like Dal Khalsa might send a suicide bomber to hijack an Air India flight, remarking that a hijacker may, as a passenger, try to carry explosives in his baggage and thereby even risk himself getting killed while at the same time destroying the aircraft. Efforts to connect with major terrorist organisations were alleged, with Special Branch warned that six in Southall planned to ask the IRA or other groups for help blowing up the Indian High Commission. By the end of June 1984, enhanced security on Air India flights was costing the company an additional £5,000 per week. In July 1984, MI5 was warned that six had allegedly carried out a reconnaissance of the Indian High Commission building in London and that Dal Khalsa was plotting an explosion. They are likely to try to smuggle plastic explosive for this purpose into the visa section. One of the most serious incidents came in late July 1984, when the Southall offices of Sandesh International, a Punjabi language paper that supported the Indian government, caught fire. Police suspected it was an arson attack. Mr Kartar Singh Tar, a journalist for the publication, suffered 13% burns and later died from his injuries. Special Branch said, There is a possibility that this might be the result of action by Militant Six. However, their report into the incident has been entirely censored. At the end of July 1984, security chiefs were told that the possibility of Sikh extremists in this country planning some form of violence remains very real. It is concerning that the Haywood Review did not inform Parliament that SAS advisory support for Indira Gandhi's plan to raid Amritsar ultimately raised the terrorism threat to Britain. Welcome to the Sikh Network Podcast, a weekly podcast discussing current and topical issues affecting Sikhs across the global diaspora.